Hello, my badass fire starters. Welcome to Rebirth of Venus. My name is Caitlin Matanley, and this show is all about achieving the sacred pleasure of your highest potential through spirituality, self-empowerment, entrepreneurship, and magic. It's time to unabashedly blaze your own path by turning up the volume on your total authenticity. I'm an outlaw life and success coach for rebel boss witches and modern mystics, and I'm so excited to have you join me. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rebirth of Venus. It's Tuesday afternoon. There are about six parties going on outside. (laughs) This is my life. It's really the disclaimer that I believe every episode needs to come with, which is that... I live in Mexico and it's the holiday season. (laughs) Anyway, you know, I'm just going to be sending you those celebratory vibes because I don't know about you, but I need to relax. I need to chill. Today, I'm going to talk about why. It's the thing that we want to blame for everything and that, well, right now it's really easy to blame it for. And that is Mercury retrograde. So, Even if you know nothing about astrology, I guarantee if you are on social media, you have heard of Mercury retrograde. And it's really funny actually, because it's one of those things that like, I feel like pop astrology as in, you know, astrology that everybody knows of, it used to just be horoscopes, but now because of the reach of the internet, we have this, you know, these transits, these astrological occurrences, which Usually on one or two ends of the spectrum, they're either things that are like pretty specific and like surprisingly detailed that get discussed in the light of, you know, like uh, however many characters you get on an Instagram caption <laughs> description, or there's something like like Mercury Retrograde where it's something that's pretty common retrogrades in astrology are pretty common and just I feel like one day someone just decided to make us all care (laughs) really did you ever ever even hear of mercury retrograde before like three years ago (laughs) I mean unless you're really into astrology and then obviously you did but if you're the average you know person I guarantee you didn't even know it existed three years ago and you still may not actually know what the fuck it is aside from the fact that you're supposed to be scared and more importantly, that, you know, it's something you can use as an excuse as to why things are falling apart in your life. <laughs> I'm being dramatic. Things are not falling apart in my life. But it has been funny because this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio has been one of the most ridiculous I've ever experienced. I mean, literally, I feel like nothing works for me. Like, like nothing is working. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because I don't want to, like, tempt fate. <laughs> but really, it's been hilarious. Like, it's been ridiculous. Like my calendar, my scheduling calendar keeps saying I'm not available for weeks. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I probably should have hit pause before I sneezed there. But anyway, too late now. Keeping it real as always. So if I'm a little sniffly, I apologize. I think it's allergies. Anyway, back to astrology. I feel like nothing is working for me. Things are falling apart left and right. It's been, it's gotten to the point where it's kind of hilarious. 
but I thought I would channel that frustration to a useful episode for you because like I said, I'm sure you're aware of the fact that this thing called Mercury retrograde exists. You may not know what the hell it is. You may have been disinformed about what it is like so many people are based on like, again, these, you know, limited character captions you read on Instagram photos and, you know, bustle.com or whatever. (laughs) Um, but I want, I thought I would take this opportunity to both explain what it is. We have about, I think, nine days left, eight days left. So, you know, I feel like we're really through the worst of it, but I want to really use this opportunity to teach you about how you can make the most of the energy of a Mercury retrograde, because guess what? They happen like three times a year, sometimes four. <laughs> so... Um, Because this one was so ridiculous for me, I literally Googled Mercury Retrograde 2020 and put the dates in my calendar. Because this Mercury Retrograde, I've done everything you're not supposed to do. I am definitely suffer the consequences. And, you know, yeah, I'm a witch. (laughs) I'm like professionally invested in this, in these topics. And yet I'm a human being and I make mistakes like everyone else. And also I'm a Capricorn, so I just want to do things when I want to do them. And pretty much that's often like the least opportune time. <laughs> Patience is not my forte. It's like not even, um, I don't even know if I have a patient bone in my body. Anyway, <laughs> so what the hell is Mercury retrograde? Well, let's talk about what a retrograde is in general, or it's not even a noun. So we talk about a planet going retrograde or retrograding. And what this means is that the planet appears to be moving backwards in the sky. Obviously it's not because that would mean like we're in the apocalypse, but it's like the gravitational pull of the earth is, and the sun is, you know, fucked. (laughs) So it's not actually going backwards, but it appears to be. And so astrological wisdom, take it or leave it, tells us that when that happens, the planet in question, so the the areas of life that that planet rules tend to be kind of going backwards as well. So what does this actually mean? It means with any retrograde, there can be, you know, if you could feel like certain things in a certain area of your life are going wrong or not going the way you want them to, or you may feel like a a lack of progress forward. And I mean, literally the other day, a friend of mine who is like not on the internet, basically. I don't think she listens to this podcast, I'm almost certain. But she messaged me and was like, is there an astrological thing going on? And I said, well, there's a lot, (laughs) yes. And she said, well, because I feel like just nothing's getting done. I was like, oh, it's classic Mercury retrograde. So any, any retrograde, you may feel like things are moving backwards or just not moving at all. And that's frustrating as hell because we live in a society that you know, it doesn't really stop when these stars are not in our favor. <laughs> Unfortunately, that would be cool if like, you know, we were, if, if you could just like take time off work during Mercury retrograde or something like that. Um, but unfortunately, that's not how the world works, not yet at least. So what does it mean specifically when Mercury is, is retrograde? It means that, um, it means that so, so Mercury rules, traditionally is said to rule communication, technology, um, 
communication technology are like two of the big ones. Okay. So what this means is I guarantee, especially this one, because this is Mercury, this Mercury retrograde is in Scorpio, which if I'm remembering correctly, if I, I, I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure it was Mercury was retrograde in Scorpio last year, but I kind of feel like it was, and I kind of feel like it was equally insane because Scorpio rules the unknown. And so if we kind of combine like the unknown, you know, hidden intentions, things like that, secrecy with messed up communication, things not going the way you expect, technology failing, like you can see how those two energies kind of magnify each other and can make things feel like they're just like, like you're, like you're going to lose your goddamn mind because nothing is happening. For me, I've noticed really strongly a feeling of, yeah, things just not moving forward no matter what you do. And in fact, the more you do, the less they seem to move forward, which is really frustrating as someone like me who's a doer and a worker <laughs> by nature. Um, definitely mis- mixed, commu- mixed up communication is very common during a Mercury retrograde because often, especially in Scorpio, which is the placement of this retrograde of Mercury, we can make assumptions about what we think people are really saying, or we can read into what people are saying, or we could say something that comes out not how we meant it. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's just magnified in Scorpio because Scorpio already kind of rules that type of energy, okay? And so why, why, why do we get scared of Mercury retrograde or any other retrograde? I just say Mercury because, well, we're in it. And also it's less, it's, it's definitely the most commonly discussed. But the reality is some planet is, is retrograde like 90% of the year, <laughs> basically. <laughs> because Mercury is a faster moving planet, I, re- I learned this recently, because Mercury is a, is a faster moving planet, we do tend to see the effects more strongly in our day-to-day life. Whereas the other planets, when they're retrograde, like Saturn has been retrograde. I think it's direct now. I'm not a professional astrologer, um, <laughs> just in case you thought I was. So when Saturn is retrograde, it's like it lasts for months. I think Saturn was retrograde for five months or something obscene. And you see the themes over the large... Like it's the larger themes of your life, the wider scale of what's happening. You're not seeing the effects so much in your day-to-day life unless you're like going through karmic purgatory like I did <laughs> actively during Saturn retrograde because Saturn rules karma amongst other things. So again, the Saturn retrograde felt like going back to the past and like rehashing things to get final clarity and that kind of stuff, which is like a drag and a half, right? So... <laughs> Mercury retrograde, what it becomes a problem because we don't change our pace. Because we don't generally don't live in cultures and societies where we understand that there are natural cycles of energy, cycles of nature, etc. We mostly live outside those cycles. Hell, even the cycles of the seasons you likely live outside of. You know, your life isn't really heavily impacted by the weather in the seasons, unless you're the victim of a natural disaster, which I certainly hope everyone who's listening has not been and will not be. But you know, it's not like 
when we lived outside, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you don't live outside. I could be wrong. But when we live outside or in, you know, more rudimentary structures, we were a lot more affected by, you know, winter than we are now. Most, many of us have heat. I don't have heat or air conditioning, but like I don't really live in a climate that requires it more than like five days out of the year. Those five days, ooh, those five days suck. You can't get a space heater anywhere. <laughs> um, anyway, that reminds me, I should, I should ask for a space heater for Christmas. My mother's side note has been bugging me about like holiday ideas and because she's really into Christmas. And it's challenging because I'm visiting my family in the US. So it's like, what can I bring back with me, you know? Um, another side note, little like hustle tip. If you're an Amazon affiliate, like I am, um, and you send holiday lists or gift list ideas to your friends and family, make the links your Amazon affiliate links. Yes, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> I can't think of anything more Capricornian than monetizing your own gift list, like beyond the fact of just you're gonna get gifts, so that's kind of monetizing it. Like actually cash money further monetizing your gift list. I can't think of anything else more Capricornian than, than that. Anyway, I'm getting on a tangent. I've, I've had like a second huge coffee of the day, so I'm probably more all over the place than usual. Anyway, so the problem is that we don't change the pace when these astrological events are happening because we maybe don't even know about them or we you've heard of Mercury retrograde and we're like, oh great, now I can blame my phone breaking on this. Because what is astrology if not a great excuse for things that are going wrong in your life that you actually have control over? And I'm gonna get to that in a moment. <laughs> so, you know, we don't change the pace. And so for me, when things start going wrong in a, in a Mercury retrograde, for example, I start to look at where I'm just forcing things. Because here's the thing about any retrograde. Look at the prefix of the word, R-E. Re means to do something again. So retrogrades are not, are never doesn't matter if it's Mercury retrograde, Saturn, Venus. Next year we get Venus in retrograde. I'm not going to get into that now, actually. I think I, the very first episode of this podcast, I talked about Venus retrograde. So you can scroll back and listen to that. That'll be a fun listen. Because in 2018, we had one. We're going to have another one next year. So definitely go back and listen to episode one to get the lowdown on that. What it can mean for your relationships and your hair. <laughs> um... Venus rules, you know, beauty, but like, I feel like it's often a hair thing. So it's not a good idea to start, to start anything new during a retrograde. In fact, you definitely shouldn't even get a new look during a Mercury retrograde. I cut my own hair last week. I do cut my own hair. And I mean, I think it turned out pretty well, but I was, I later was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Like I just didn't, I just forgot about Mercury retrograde. It's very common for people to like fuck things up. Especially like cutting your own hair. If you if you go too fast or overdo it, you end up you could end up like half bald. Especially when you're like me and you use like a tiny mirror to do it. But I've been doing it for years, so you know. I don't look at the back of my hair that often. Maybe you should tell me if it looks good or not. Anyway, so it's not a good idea to start something new. But we live in a, in societies and cultures that require us to constantly constantly be starting new things. We don't really live in an environment that encourages us to, you know, fix 
issues at the foundation or to go back and review things. But really during any retrograde, especially Mercury, that's exactly what you need to be doing. So like I said, that prefix re, that is like, that's going to be your clue as to what you should be doing during a retrograde. And this is why I went ahead and, and literally typed, typed, entered, I guess I did type it to enter it. But anyway, I entered next year's retrograde, Mercury retrogrades. You can Google it. I don't have the dates here in my calendar because I actually do have the privilege of, you know, more or less creating my schedule, you know, deciding what I'm going to be doing in my business based on whatever the hell I want. And so why not, you know, why not create, if I'm creating you know, a program or doing a launch, why not do that outside of Mercury Retrograde instead of during it, which is what I'm currently doing. I'll tell you about that in a moment. So you want to look at that prefix re as a clue because any other words that begin with that prefix re are great things to do during a retrograde. That's like, that's my secret. I don't think I made it up, but I don't remember who told me that originally. Anyway, I've been following this idea for years. So basically, do you want to, is it a good time to initiate something new? You know, you always hear like, don't sign contracts during Mercury retrograde. Okay, life happens. Obviously, sometimes you need to do that. But if you don't have to, it's better to review. So instead of signing a new application, you could review your application for like a loan, say. I don't know. Or instead of, you know, if you're like writing a book, say, maybe releasing it, even though even though releasing does begin with R-E. <laughs> Even though, you know, um, okay, whatever, releasing the book, it may not do as well during a retrograde because it's like an initiating of something new, kind of. So, okay, you have to obviously use your common sense when it comes to the rewords. I'm already coming up, coming up with the exceptions. <laughs> but instead, you know, you could review your, your um, what you call it, manuscripts. You could um, refresh your closets. Now, I don't really suggest like going out and dropping a lot of money on new items because you may not ha you may not enjoy them after a retrograde. This is especially important when Venus is retrograde because Venus rules beauty and appearance amongst other things. But even a Mercury retrograde, not always the best time to like create a new look, but you could refresh what's in your closet by like, you, you could declutter. You could go back through things. You could like put things together in a new way, right? That's what I think when I think of refresh. You can, you know, anything that's really like going back, really Mercury Retrograde gives us an amazing opportunity a few times a year to go back and really make sure that the foundation under the things that we wish to create is strong. So, double checking things, taking your time. I cannot stress this enough. 90% of my problems, at least during a Mercury retrograde every time come from me not taking my time. And as a result, not, you know, seeing problems that I should have seen. So it's not that it's inherently bad to sign a contract during Mercury retrograde, but because Mercury rules communication, there could be miscommunication. And since you're rushing around like you normally are, 
instead of slowing down with the because retrogrades slow the energy down. So since you have if you haven't slowed that energy down and you're still going at the same pace, then it's likely that you're going to miss um I don't what are those beeps? Anyway. <laughs> um you know that I don't really edit this podcast. I don't edit my my um solo episodes. I do a little editing on the on the interviews, but I I just ever since the beginning I've loved to keep the solo episodes super real and raw because I just think it's fun. It's like we're hanging out here talking and it's super unfiltered and you get you get me exactly the way I am, which is like getting distracted by a weird sound and everything else. Anyway, so the contracts. So you the fact that I'm staying, you know, on track more or less here is shocking. So with the contracts, you know, it's not that the contract is inherently like evil. It's just that you maybe have miscommunication. And if you're not slowing down, you may miss it and sign something that later bites you in the butt. Right? So it's important to recognize what's going on. Same with technology. It's not that your phone is like possessed during Mercury retrograde, even though it may feel that way. But you may be rushing around more and, you know, more frantic. Well, you're the same level of frantic as you always are, but because retrogrades want you to slow down the pace, double, triple, triple check everything. If you're going the normal, air quotes, speed, you're going to suffer. So if you're going the normal speed and you're frantic running around, you may be more likely to drop your phone and shatter the screen, you know? Or say you have been, um, you've been having a problem with your phone and you know you need to replace it. Oh, this is just me. Um, <laughs> but you haven't, and then maybe the problem gets worse. It's not that Mercury has possessed the phone and is punishing you. It's just that like you're being held accountable for something you should have already done, you know? Or if you've chosen not to do it, you have to recognize that that may come with consequences, which has been kind of my situation, you know? <laughs> It's not that I've just been lazy. It's like, ugh, it just, it's not a priority to replace the phone. But I need to recognize that it may cause a problem when it's really inopportune. For me, I, my, I, I use like a prepaid data plan for my phone, which I love. Um, don't be jealous for those of you in the US, but my plan on my iPhone, I, I probably spend like at most $30 a month for prepaid data. And I don't, and I really just use it whenever I want, you know? Probably not like crazy amounts of data, but like definitely I use data on the go. Anyway, so I wonder if you should actually look into prepaid plans, if even in the US, because I think a lot of people have conceptions that they're not as good. They often piggyback on other national networks, like mine when I go to the States, it's just AT&T, I believe, or I don't remember. Yeah, I think AT&T or T-Mobile, that's what it is. It's the same thing. It's anyway, I'm getting on a tangent. So I, I, ha, I, I plan to always refresh my data at the beginning of every month, even if I'm not out, because I know what will happen inevitably is I'll run out when I really need it, you know? And paying for it on the go can be a pain sometimes. So during Mercury Retrograde, that's something I'd want to be aware of, you know, staying on top of things like that. So I, it's like I could blame if I run out of data and I'm like stranded somewhere because of it. I could blame Mercury retrograde. 
But really, I should have just followed my system, you know? This reminds me I actually haven't done that because I feel like I had a lot of extra data from last month. Anyway, so do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? You know, we, we want to blame astrology and we kind of can. We, we really can. <laughs> but at the same time, we have to recognize that what the astrological energies at play are attempting to teach us is to be more self-reliant, really. And so ultimately, that to me is the lesson of astrology, of day-to-day astrology, how to become more self-reliant. Because if I'm paying attention to the energies at play and living my life as much as I can in the light of them, it's not that I'm being like, like, oh, I can't do X, Y, or Z because of this, but I allow myself to, if I need to do something, do it even better, more thoroughly, like if I have to sign a contract, be more thorough with reviewing it, et cetera, make sure everything's backed up. Um, you know, making sure data is backed up that I should be backing up anyway, you know? So there's that. But at the same time, you know, it's like, it's, to me, it's actually empowering. So we can't blame Mercury retrograde for everything. But when things go wrong because of Mercury retrograde, we can identify where we are not showing up properly in our lives, And where, you know, yeah, maybe we need to slow down the pace a little bit. Maybe we need to not rush into things, you know? For me, I mean, looking back, it was hilarious because I launched a course, um, which is my Army of Venus Bootcamp Live Digital Intensive. Starts Friday, but registration closes tomorrow night, Wednesday night. So if you've been wanting to get in, this is the last minute. Like, you got to get in. But really funny because like in the middle of like launching a program, which kind of worked because it was a um, relaunching, again, the re of a previous program that I had expanded on and created a new format for. At the same time, I started using a new payment processor, a new booking system, other at least new systems for my business. And it was like things were not going well. <laughs> you know, things are like... Things were being ridiculous. And, you know, with my clients, like, I'm very open, you know, and and I'm not, I will never act like I'm perfect when I'm not. And things happen, you know, things happen. And so I'm really lucky to have amazing patient clients who are like, um, so I'm trying to, like, book a session with you, but you apparently aren't available for the next three weeks. It's like, no, I'm not going on vacation. Mercury retrograde just put me on vacation, apparently. <laughs> so, you know. Going back and it's like, okay, if I altered something, I need to make sure that I did it correctly. You know, if I'm, I'm using a new payment processor for a lot, of my, um, a lot of my payments and it's like, okay, I need to make sure I, I set things up correctly and I understand them. That's something I should be doing anyway. And yes, we can laugh about it when things are going wrong, but really the lesson for me of Mercury retrograde is not to take things too seriously because Mercury is also a trickster. And so yesterday I had one of those days where it just felt like everything was going wrong. Nothing like horrible, nothing tragic, but just everything was like not, it was like everything was taking longer than I expected, not going the way I expected and everything. And I got to a point where I just, I just started laughing because it was kind of funny, you know, it was kind of funny and 
in, in, in doing that, in kind of laughing at the joke that was being played on me, I recognized that like I, I really could stand to chill out a bit in general. And not only that, but I could stand to, you know, be a little more focused and all these other, all these other things. That Mercury was playing these little tricks on me so I would recognize. And then ultimately, if I stepped into those lessons, they would do me well. They absolutely would not fail me. So with that, I hope that that gave you a little more direction for the next week as we close out this Mercury retrograde, a better idea of what to be doing instead of all these new projects you've been trying to start, and recognize that, you know, prepare your space for the success that's coming, your energetic space, your physical space, everything. You know, use this time to prepare for the success that is coming because it is inevitable. You're on the right path, but just take a second, you know, if you've been, if, look around at your physical space. The things that you're calling in, is there room for them? Go inside in meditation. Do you really have room for the things you're, you're asking for, that you're working towards? Make sure you do. And that when Mercury goes direct, which is like, I think in about a week, but there's always a shadow period on either side. So we're not really out of the clear, I think, for like two weeks. Sorry. <laughs> but when it does go direct, which it will eventually, things can move forward completely unfettered. That's my advice to you. It's my advice to me. And it's my intention that it lighten the mood for you a bit this Mercury retrograde gave you some direction and made you realize you're not alone, but ultimately we're all being asked to do just a little better and show up with a little more integrity. And in that vein of showing up better, doing better, having more integrity, you have to check out my Army of Venus Bootcamp live 14-day digital intensive. It's the relaunched live version of my classic Army of Venus Bootcamp program. And we start Friday, registration closes tomorrow night, Wednesday night, Wednesday, November 13th. Tomorrow night, we are at the tail end, so be sure to get in. It's a 14 day program, and every single morning in our online accountability group, you'll receive morning reading. Think of it as like, really easy to digest over your breakfast, inspirational reading that teaches you a new technique that will clear up your thoughts, allow you to establish more empowering beliefs, change your language to better suit who you're becoming and so much more. So these morning essays give you a focus for the day, something that you can take with you regardless of what the day brings you, through work, through play, whatever it is, something you can put into practice immediately. And then that afternoon, I'll be going live in the group for a 30-minute class, so perfect for your lunch break. In fact, it's going to be around lunchtime, so if that works with your schedule, fantastic. Of course, as always, all of the content is recorded and available in the group indefinitely, so you can catch up whenever you want, work at your own pace. But in that live class, I'll be going into more detail about the work, about the topic for the day, teaching you more practical ways to put into practice, and answering any questions you have along the way. 
hold each other accountable in the group. And after 14 days, you will have effortlessly achieved what I call the sacred pleasure of your highest potential because it doesn't take a long time to make these changes. Really, it's about creating new habits, habits of thought, habits of action, habits of belief. And that is absolutely something you can change. You can change it quickly and you must change it to accomplish your goals. You know, we're, it's, it's mid-November. Any day now, everyone's going to be freaking out about New Year's. And I like New Year's. It's like the part of the year where everyone's excited about a new start, whether or not they follow through on it. But prepare yourself for those goals that you're setting with the correct mindset and everything else that goes along with it. So if you're holding on to negativity, if you're holding on to disempowering beliefs, you can't move forward on what you desire to create in the world. For me, a strong message I received from my work with Venus was that I could do better. And, you know, I took this kind of personally as a Capricorn high achiever or someone who imagined themselves to be a high achiever, but I recognized that Venus was right. I wasn't always doing my best. I was cutting corners in certain areas. And most importantly, I was just being lazy with my thinking, undisciplined with my thoughts and, you know, kind of deliberately going back to beliefs that didn't serve me anymore. And through that spiritual work, I created this program and it's the process that I have been through that changed my life and changes the lives of my clients, my private clients, and will change your life as well in this two-week group program. So definitely check it out. It's only $144 pay in full. I also have payment plans available, so it's really accessible. And you can't afford to miss out on this. You really can't. It's an amazing opportunity. It's actually the last opportunity to work with me in a small group setting as part of a course this year and into next year because I'm going to be focusing on some other things for the first quarter of next year. So if you want to take a course with me, definitely get into this one. It's a great foundation for everything and it's also a great refresher on really, really important ideas that you may have kind of gotten lazy on, even if you've been part of sort of the personal development or spiritual worlds for some time. So it's absolutely for everybody check it out. I'm so excited about it. And I can't wait to see you inside. So click the link in the show notes to get in or go to rebirthofvenus.com slash live bootcamp. Like I said, registration closes tomorrow night, Wednesday night at midnight ish. (laughs) And you know how I do midnight ish. And, um, I don't want you to miss out. So, so check it out, join us. And of course, if you have any questions at all about the program or anything else, just hit me up on Instagram. You can DM me at rebirth underscore of Venus. And I'm happy to answer any questions about, you know, whether this course is right for you or any questions you have about the content. So join us before tomorrow night hits. You have, I think, like 30 hours to get in. And I can't wait to see you inside. So thank you so much for listening to the episode today. I can't wait to see you again on Friday for an amazing interview we have coming up and I'll see you then or I'll talk, I'll talk to you then. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you loved this episode, be sure to leave me a five-star review on the Apple Podcasts app. To keep the episodes coming, click on the link in the show notes to support the show for as little as $1 a month. I am so grateful to have you as part of this movement. I'll see you soon.